Hey everyone, hope you're having a great week. Just a brief intro to our podcast today. Pastor Amanda and I look at different delights, things that we enjoy, including ice cream and snacks. But then we also talk about uh, worship songs and Bible verses that have really struck a chord with us. I uh, just hope you enjoy this. We're going into a series called Beach Reads, and this is kind of a nice, light way of getting to know us a little more, but also exploring uh, different fun things uh, that might come with summer, but also different ways that we can delight in the Lord, whether that's through snacks and ice cream, worship songs, or the Bible, or many other ways. I mentioned a song called Eyes on You in it, but I forget to give the context of uh, why it really hit me, but it came at a, not a really crazy time or anything, but um, it was just one of those songs that hit me and uh, the words say, eyes on you, you have all my affection. And it has a bunch of other lyrics as well, but that specifically is something I continually am striving after and really uh, excited for the show today. Looking forward to hearing all of the things that you enjoy. Snacks, ice cream, worship songs, scripture, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Midpoint Podcast. Pastor Ben here, and I am joined by Pastor Amanda today. How's it going, Amanda? Hi, guys. I'm really great. Happy to be here. Nice. Very happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, so today we're going to be just going over, we're going to call this one like a little bit of a a light entry into the summer podcasting as we go into our Beach Read series coming up. Amanda took the helm on uh, the questions today, but yeah, we thought it'd be a nice entry into some of the summer vibes and maybe weather that we're uh, experiencing now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's dive on in, man. All right, let's do it. I love it. I love just little questioning, fun, light things like this. I just think it's a lot of fun. So the first question that I have for you, Pastor Ben. Yeah. What is your go-to snack of the moment? Oh, these are, we're going into the intense questions yeah. here. <laughs> uh, this really, is the get to know you. Really uh, and uh, yeah, if you know where my office is, you can leave these two. Uh, <laughs> my go-to snack is always, I try to limit myself and we don't keep them in the house a lot, is some sort of kettle potato chip. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, especially the kettle brand. Uh, yeah, love the salt and vinnies from them. Love their crinkle cut dill pickle, honey Ooh. mustard. Those I've are never all- tried the honey mustard. Oh, they're deadly. Uh, yeah, they're so good. I love Um, and, uh, sometimes, uh, so I'm not as addicted. We, uh, go for the crinkle cut Costco big bag of kettle potato chips. They're off brand, not as good, but still pretty nice and better value. They're economic. Yeah, a little more (laughs) economic. So yeah, those are, that's my go-to snack. And if it had to be something sweet, it would just be dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, without any milk product because that will make me sick. So Do you have like yeah. a percentage of cacao. Oh, percentage. Honestly, probably like anywhere 70, 70 ish and up mm-hmm. is great. Probably in the 85 is my money spot. Once it gets past that, it starts to be a little more bitter sometimes. Yeah. I uh, love the eighties, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like just plain ones. I like ones with flavors, but just plain dark chocolate. From a yeah. good brand. 
I like it uh, too. Yeah. There's a lint one that has strawberries in it, like freeze dried strawberries. Oh yeah, that, that is good. Yeah. Oh, it's yummy. Yeah, it's we. Yummy. I've had some with raspberry and uh, freeze dried mm. raspberries too before, and it's nice because it's like a little sharp. Yeah, what about your snacks? That'd be good. So my snack, if I were going to the store today, I'm not claiming this is like my all-time favorite snack, but if I were going to the store today to get a snack, I probably won't be able to find these, but 3D Doritos. Oh. Costco had them like around Christmas time. Okay. And I was jazzed. I <laughs> ate the whole costco size bag in three sittings <laughs> like by myself i think michael had like six <laughs> so i ate them all they're very very good while i was watching what is it die hard oh nice so classic christmas it. oh we loved it but um yeah so those if i were getting a chocolate this is very specific but bulk burn has chocolate covered gummy bears Oh. They're incredible. Mm. They're so good, especially when they're fresh. It's perfect. All so right. Good. And if I'm getting a drink, I'm getting a vanilla Coke. If mm. I can find one, because they're a little bit like there was a little while there where you could get them kind of anywhere. And now they're kind of like few and far between. Like, I don't mm. really see them around as much, but yeah, okay. I haven't had that in a long time. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It, it just brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> it brings me right back to my childhood. And I think if I had, because I used to drink that a lot, like with my dad, like watching movies and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, Pepsi Blue. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used yeah. to love that when I was a kid. It was so good. All oh. right. What is your go-to ice cream flavor since we're already on the topic of food? Uh, go-to is different than my all-time favorite. Yeah. Put that out in the whatever this is, the airwaves. Mm -hmm. But my go-to would just be chocolate. Yeah. That sounds so boring. Yeah, but no, that's where Michael's at. Yeah, go-to chocolate. There's, I'm sure I can't remember the brand that we get. I dairy-free again, so I get like mm -hmm. coconut ones. Nice. Um, there's another one that has Colin Kaepernick on it by Ben and Jerry's that's made with sunflower seeds. Oh, uh, and it might have coconut in it as well, mm. but it has like a swirl one and I never get to eat the swirl ones and almost all the Ben and Jerry's dairy freeze are almond and I'm allergic to nuts. Yeah. And so yeah, I can't, I've only found it at one grocery store near Kiana's. That's my wife, uh, her parents place, but I get that when we go back there. Oh. Um, so, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like. Colin Kaepernick saves this world or something oh, like nice. that. Um, but, uh, and then my all time favorite is one that's a vanilla base one from mm -hmm. this place, uh, where we lived in Duluth called Love Creamery. And it was, Ooh. uh, lavender honeycomb. Uh, yum. That sounds really good. It was insanely good. That and, I wish I could have it right now. I so, wish you could too. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I really wish that for you. <laughs> but yeah, those are my go-tos. And what about you? So my favorite place to go to get ice cream was a spot in Ontario. So if you've ever been there, you know. Corfidary. So good. We loved it. We went there like countless times, like summer 2020. We're there all the time. Specifically the key lime pie flavor. Oh. I love that one. But if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm probably going to go for either Haagen-Dazs strawberry. Mm. That's my favorite strawberry. I love that one. Or classic Scottsburg Moon Mist. What's in that? Oh, it's oh, it's so good. It's like kind of like that, like bubble gummy, like tri-colored, like kid <laughs> flavor. It's like grape, bubble gum, and banana. 
It's oh, delish. Bubblegum and banana. That is really good. That is a wild time. It's really good. Yeah. It's All really right. good. Nice. Um, okay, so next question. Okay. What is your worship song of the moment? Oh, man. I was thinking about this on the way here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have like a go-to current song that I can think of. And I'm like, oh, I'm all about this. But, oh, I can't think of the name of the song now. I had it. The one that's like, it is a firm foundation. What's that one go like? I will, oh, no, um, I will build my uh, Build my life. Build my life. Yeah, yeah there we okay, go. Okay. That one, I like that one. There's this song that I, when I think of a worship song that I'm like, oh, it just gets me every time. It's called Eyes on You by Mosaic. Oh, uh, I don't worship. know that one. And uh, it gets me jazzed up because it has this really big like build to it. But I wouldn't call that my... Neither of those are of the moment, but those are ones yeah. that I I like. So the, I will say that one specifically. I'm going to have to check that yeah, one out. Yeah, check it I out. I have heard that one. Yeah. Mine of the, like, this exact moment is, well, last night Michael played drums at Evangel in Dartmouth. Okay. And, like, Skylar was there and Candace was there. And, oh, like, nice. it was a cute little, like, I haven't seen Candace in forever, but, um, yeah, we went there and I went with him and they played this song. I don't know what it's called. I feel like it might be called Candace and Clay and I feel like it might be by Pat Bar- Barrett. I, I don't know, but... I don't know that one. I'm gonna have to check it um, out. I could be wrong, but... It goes like, like the line that got me is like, when I doubt it, Lord, remind me, I'm wonderfully made. You're the artist and the potter. I'm the canvas and the clay. Uh, it's a good song. Okay. It's nice. a good song. It hit Sweet. me in the feels last night. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there's a classic for me is Graves and Gardens. Oh. Love that one. That You know all those songs that like get you so amped up that you want to like kick a chair over? Mm. That one's like that. Oh, okay. That's nice. one of those for me. <laughs> chair kicker. And, and we would love to hear everyone's yeah. favorite snack, favorite ice cream, favorite worship song, or one that's hitting them right now. Make sure you send us an email. Office of FaithHalifax.org or Amanda at FaithHalifax.org or Ben at FaithHalifax.org. Send us an email. Maybe we could publish a bunch of favorites from people in the church and then then, uh, everyone can share uh, these different... Delights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. I love that. We'd love to hear from you. Next question. Okay. What is the best thing about working with the age that you work with? So you work with young adults. What's your favorite thing about working with yeah, young adults? Yeah, young adults and university students too. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're kind of in the same boat, but there's some differences. One thing is uh, the energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a diff- very different energy. Maybe that's going to be part of Amanda's answer. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's a very different energy than the children, mm-hmm. but it's, there's just a lot of energy to get things done and exploration. Maybe that's my favorite thing, especially with university students. There's a lot of exploring faith for themselves or for ourselves and or maybe it's not even that they've already had a a good high school experience where they did explore their faith for themselves but then there's a lot of exploration and growth in their faith Mm -hmm. living on their own or maybe being a little more 
autonomous, even if they do live with their parents. So I think that's probably my favorite and being able to be there and help navigate those conversations for faith exploration yeah and uh and then just like the the desire to connect because being a young adult can be really weird especially post-university yeah uh and so being being a part of those connections and hopeful friendships i'm not gonna say forced friendships but hopeful (laughs) friendships that come from groups forcing himself on you yeah yeah (laughs) 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 um but yeah and so that's those are those are probably my favorite things among yeah. like a host of other things. Oh, there's so many good things. Yeah, there's so many good things. That is well, so fun. Yeah. What about you for uh, for children's ministry and and family ministry? Because there's yeah. two components to working. Yeah. Uh, with families, there is. So okay, my favorite thing about working with kids, honestly, is just how funny they are. Oh. Like they're hilarious. And sometimes, like, they're just really blunt. Like, sometimes they just tell it like it is. And it's amazing. <laughs> it is so <laughs> funny. And I also love, like, in a more sincere way. Like, I love when I'm talking to them about, like, God or, like, the character of God and, like, what that means for their lives and all of that stuff. And, like, when they show signs of, like, getting it. Oh, like, they're truly getting yeah. it. And I can Light see bulb. wheels turning. Yeah, yeah. wheels turning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, they're wondering about it. And, like, when they ask questions about it, mm. I love that. Because that shows that they're hearing it and they're processing it when mm. they start asking questions. Yeah. And I, cool. I just really love that. And I love parents. I love families. My heart is really just to equip them and be here for them however I can and support them. I want to help them have the tools that they feel they need um, and the support they feel they need in order to disciple their own children. Because, you know, I'm only here, like, I only see the kids, like, two hours a week, say, right? So parents are with them all the time. All day, every day. (laughs) And they know it. So, yeah, I want to help empower parents to disciple their kids. Nice. That's, that's, that's one awesome. of my favorite things. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, I will say my sometimes least favorite thing is realizing how old I'm getting uh, mm. with uh, students uh, yeah. when they're into things. And I'm like, what? I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. So not that I'm totally out of touch, but that's like a funny, oh, uh, yeah. a funny thing that I'm like, oh, Just I'm getting, getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you like yeah. don't know who like the TikTok star is that oh, you're talking yeah. about or oh, like that's, yeah. yeah. I don't even have TikTok. Well, this, yeah. this is too much out there. Yeah, I think my least favorite thing <laughs> about working with kids probably honestly is like all the red tape that goes along with oh. kids ministry. <laughs> because yeah. there's like policies and like obviously like I want them to be safe. I yeah. want to create safe fun spaces for kids yeah but like um it's just not personally your favorite yeah it's just like <laughs> there's just so many rules and policies and blah 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 yeah um i also love getting hugs from kids oh so any kid that wants to give me a hug yeah. i don't love adult hugs yeah. but i love child hugs yeah that's so fair. nice <laughs> all right so <laughs> last question for today um and we'll end on this note a Bible verse that's had an impact on you lately. Yeah. So this one, it specifically sparked my interest last week. 
So it was a timely question. I've been thinking about it a bunch. Is it cool if I read the the passage? Yeah, go okay, for it. Okay, cool. It's uh, Philippians 1, 12 to 18. Mm-hmm. And it says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me, and this is Paul speaking, has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear, which is awesome. Uh, But now we're getting to the part that really struck me. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really stood out to me because Paul tells them, it's a, like, he's like, oh, I'm doing this and people are seeing it and that's cool, which sounds like braggy. But also I think of all the people in my life that have made of Im- an impact and like I've modeled things after. And I'm like, yeah, that happens. It's good to model our faith. But especially the part is when he's like, some people are preaching out of selfish ambitions and some are preaching out of love. And he's like, this one's better. The loved one's better. But actually, I'm just pumped. People are preaching the gospel, which is funny because it's so easy to be like, oh, that person's doing this wrong in the church or for us to get like social media wants us to argue our theology all the time. And Paul's yeah. like, Paul's like, hey, people are preaching the gospel. Be pumped about that. You're on the same team. Yeah. Let's be excited and rejoice that people care about Jesus. Um, And not worry about their motives, worry about our own, make ours rooted in love and celebrate that Jesus is is becoming known. So I know there's lots of nuances with that. And there's certain situations where we got to call people out and stuff. There always is. But I just love that. And the thought of that about, for me, especially not being judgy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the core of what you're saying is like so legit. hmm, That's so good. Yeah. I like that one. The last one that really impacted me like very profoundly was Psalm 37. I shared it at a Mm. staff meeting one time as well, but I won't read the whole thing. You can read it yourself and you'll, you'll see it's very obvious from reading it that this was written by a guy who like had a lot of enemies. He was being (laughs) extremely persecuted and you know, wanted some sense of vindication, but I'll read this one little part. Um, It says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So I actually stumbled across that one when I was like debating whether or not me and Michael would move to Halifax. Mm. And this was one of the Bible verses that, I don't know, like, you know how sometimes you read something and you're like, you just know that like... There's some truth to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not even that, like, You're there's like... some truth to it, like, but, like, <laughs> that it, like, is impacting your life. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it's guiding you. And it yeah. just feels very clear. That's how I felt when I read this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, I don't sit around all day wishing evil for my enemies, but <laughs> I don't think I have any enemies. But anyways, that's a good one. Yeah, very cool. Check it oh, out. Love that. Both of them are great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's our little convo for today. Yeah. We hope you guys had fun. And please, like, let us know what are your answers to the questions. Like, what's your worship song in the moment? What's Bible verse that spoke really, really nicely to your little heart in the last little while? Um, yeah, let us know. Like, interact with us. We would love to hear all about what you have to say. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Faith City Church Podcast.